Hello, I'm Jay. And I'm Rachel. And this is No Podcast. Yeah, it's where we talk about stuff like K-pop, BL, and me avoiding my feelings by making garments. <laughs> also, I'm on vacation. Hooray! So I will be uploading those two other episodes <laughs> of Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, like, I'm, 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 okay, so here's the thing. I've uploaded them. I just haven't filled in the information to post them. Okay. Because, <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. I'm between two computers now. So before, everything was on my laptop. Yeah, so it like, just... Go whoop, with me. So, yeah. like, at any point, I just, like, do, 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 do. But now, the files are on my desktop. And then you go to work. And I go to work, and I have my laptop. Which yeah. I, I, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it, okay? Just, I'm working on it. To so the one person listening to this podcast, I know, I'm like, working on it. I know you're upset. Like, my life... <laughs> It's like, I know you're upset. You may have a question or two. Maybe. We don't know. But it's, it's being handled. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like everything. Like, oh, was that the last episode? I guess that's it for now. <laughs> oh, man. Imagine. I love that. It's like, hmm. Oh, like, it's like, wow. I thought that was a weird ending, but okay, cool. Like, <laughs> Whatever will I do for background noise? <laughs> I mean, because I, mean, I also watch listen podcast too, but yeah, well, but yeah, I um, I have decided that I uh, am making this cosplay, and so like I'm just like, I'm gonna get it done before June first, and I'm almost done actually. So I was just like, hmm. So now comes a wig styling because I I made the skirt. It came together pretty quickly. Like, most of the elements of this cosplay, I was just like, huh, I guess it's meant to be. Because, like, at first, I was like, I don't have this and I don't have that. I was like, you have all of that. Oh, like, and so I was like, huh. And so, like, the only thing, legitimately, the only thing I did not have was the wig and a white tie. And now I both have, I have both of those items. Because I bought them because they were, like, the wig was only, like, $16 on Amazon. So I was like, hmm. So, yeah. So yeah, now that I got that, I got to style the wig because like, girl, it's a lot of, it's heavy hair and I, I, it needs to be doing up, not down. And so like, girl, like I got various hairsprays and we finna, I got to open, <laughs> I got to open some windows and then I'm finna ruin the ozone again. Like, <laughs> Girl, ask Monet Exchange for help. She, she got them up dudes. <laughs> when you said X- crunch up dudes. I was just say, when you said X one day exchange for help because I actually listened I watched a live stream a live that she did on Instagram this morning it was like or pre-recorded and like that wig I was like ooh sis because she was like you like the wig and everybody was like you know crunch, we, crunch away on day exchange we love it's you it's like we love you but crunch your wigs crunch your looks Crunchier wigs from Bob the Drag Queen. That's <laughs> that fucking gold and red wig. It was, oh. it was like, throw that away and then burn the trash bag and then burn the ashes. <laughs> and then she popped it back up. I was like, where are you getting this wig from? Well, so it's an iconic look. Okay. That's our first, first impression wig, you know. In the words of Peppermint, so these are your first impressions. <laughs> Is this what you want people to remember you by? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> giving you the like crunchy ginger spice yeah like it's giving me crunchy ginger spice and um the wife from married with children but like bad <laughs> like uh, all of those just together but like never been combed like, like 
<laughs> like, no, it no, was on the bottom of the bag, <laughs> and we just pull it out. It, she thought it was a shake and go. It is, it is a shake and go. <laughs> yes, <laughs> for her purposes, it is a shake and go. <sighs> she shook it. She said, "Ooh, let's go." Yeah, she shook it. And she went. We didn't want that, but it happened. Like, <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. So, well, vacation in here still, you know. Uh, it started Thursday. It's been wonderful. I get to sleep in every day. I needed this. <laughs> I feel revived. I feel anew. I've also done like a photo shoot with somebody else, so that's coming up soon. Um, but yeah, it is great. As I have to go home at some point. Oh, so I was like, oh, you need to come help me clean. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Vacations for me to do nothing, <laughs> but yeah. So I'm enjoying my to my time off. I actually get an extra day because um, Memorial Day is coming up, and so I go back on the first. So I'm planned gonna, immaculately. <laughs> I'm gonna do my best to uh, do nothing because that's what I want to do. And that's that. <laughs> A concept that some people don't understand, but okay. <laughs> That's not about. It's not about them. It's about you. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> rent for later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, um, in a wildly different turn, it's like no way to segue into this. Let's get to the YouTube shout out. Um, <laughs> so this week's YouTube shout out is a channel called Plainly Difficult, and. I was trying to figure out, I was like, how did I get here? Um, Because, you know, most of it is like recommended and other things. I I can't rightly tell you how I got here. But basically the channel is like this dude recounting tragic events. And a lot of them have to do with radiation. Also, did not know that there were that many like tragic radiation events. Like, I'm just like. I was just running fast and loose with this radiation, which I... Radiation, it's out here. I learned so much. Um, But yeah, um, because... Oh, I know how I got here. Because there was a... um, In the 70s in Japan, there was like this radiation incident where they were um, trying to make fuel and it, it required a certain type of radiation, which is, you know, whatever, above me. But I'm like, you know, like they're doing that, but they were cutting corners. Oh, like, like the best stories, right? <laughs> so like they were cutting corners, and like basically at some point they're supposed to. The radiation makes like it's off waste, and the off waste is technically the energy. But the radiation output that they had didn't make enough off waste to have enough energy to, you know, they were like, we need this by tomorrow, and they had half of that. And so what they did was <laughs> they um had like this thing until the point where they were pouring buckets of like some type of chemical to up the radiation waste and I'm just like if you got a bucket if you pouring buckets of anything with around radiation it's screaming disaster and sure enough um this poor man uh was they told him to get the bucket he said I don't think it's a good idea but it's like my job he got the bucket he poured it in there and I think I think his now is on record is like he got these. I think it's either because it was first for like 20 years, but I think it's now like the second most intense, like just blast of radiation that any 
anybody has ever gotten. Like, even with the bombs and the one shot, anybody has ever gotten just, like, potent radiation. And, yeah, he did, uh, as you can imagine, he did not, that did not end well for him. Um, and, like, doctors and stuff tried to keep him alive, and they basically, like, kept him alive for 83 days. But, like, honestly, after the 20th day, he was just kind of like a, a living corpse. Like, he would, they have to do skin grafts and all that kind of stuff, basically just, like, replenishing his skin because his DNA dissolved. It just ripped apart, and everybody was like, I think he's gone. And they were like, his heart's still beating. And I was like, mm. But, yeah, so that one was rough. But uh, there was another guy, he, it was, like, radiation, but it was, like, in a hospital setting. And, like, they didn't, it was before, like, they had, like, the signs be like, we're doing radiation, don't come in here. And there was no sign, so he walked in there, and the little bean said, boop, right inside the head. Um, and so, yeah, he actually didn't die. Um, it it dissipated because like like i said i learned a lot about radiation like way more than i need to know uh it dissipated on contact with human skin but it's like still enough to do some damage but not enough to just kill you outright and so yeah it hit that sweet part spot right behind his eye so he didn't go blind uh so yeah and so like that was the thing but his head did swell up and he was just like i don't feel well and they were like you yeah <laughs> Yeah, so like that one, one of my favorite ones, favorite loosely, is the guy that was doing, it was called like the Demon Corps, which, with a name like that, uh, like, so like, it was basically like these two spheres that when they come together, it overheats the radiation, which makes a bomb, and so they, like I said, playing fast and loose, this man was like, well, we got this little thing that, you know, lifts the spirits apart so the bomb is not made. He was like, well, what if we didn't do that? What if we put some screwdrivers between it? Like, what if we just, and that happened, and, then, and he dropped the screwdriver, and then things went together, and then, whee. Uh, so, yeah, um, and kind of like the first story is just, like, just very quickly deteriorating from radiation poisoning. Uh, he did knock the sphere back off because if he hadn't, that would have literally been an atomic bomb blast. Uh, so, but the damage was already done. But yeah, the channel like deals with stuff like that and also deals with like regular disasters like trains and stuff and stuff like that. And I'm just like, how did I get here? But uh, like, also it's like one of those, it's like you can't stop watching it. Like he doesn't show graphic stuff, but it's like, golly. Um, but yeah, so like it, that's basically the channel. And he rates it on a scale of like historical remembrance of, like I was talking about the first dude he like went down in history like the dude that basically absorbed like the most radiation ever and so like that was like a 9 or a 10 and then it's like goes in historical importance and stuff like that and he just talked about it and oh excuse me um but yeah it's like really informative in like the worst way because <laughs> like you're, you're learning these things and you're like oof 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 <laughs> So yeah, that's, 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 I don't know how I got here, but I, I, I was there for a minute. So yeah. Nuclear, nuclear energy is just interesting to me, you know, where it's just like, once it goes wrong, it is going all the way wrong. Yeah, like there's no like, stopping it. And like everybody's just like, yeah, let's do some nuclear energy. You know, I'm just like, the little I know. Exactly, because, like, you don't know that much, but you know that ain't right, you know? Like, <laughs> all I know is, like, once it goes wrong, it's just, like, you got to evacuate. Yeah. And like, never go back. Literally. Like, literally. Like, 
Because, like, the dude with the screwdriver really floored me because he said, we're going to put the screwdriver. They said, what? And then he did it, and they were like, now what? See? Like, <laughs> it's just like, I know it's the 50s, and everybody was just being crazy, but still, y'all know what they can do. Like, it's, lit- it's called the Demon Core, for God's sakes. Like, that's a little Demon Core to a screwdriver. You know? Yikes. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I just this is wild. Like those people were real. They said they were doing that like it was like just a like a small open flame. Like you know, like they were treating it like just you know put it out. Exactly. Like I'm just like not a atomic bomb. You know that could happen in any second. You know, like (laughs) oh, ooh, but yeah, that was what is like? What was it? I said in fucking World War Two, and they were talking about like the, the bombs mm-hmm. and they were like what is it you have to have like a hydrogen bomb to set off a nuclear bomb like something like that and yeah like yep what yeah cause like the demon core was actually supposed to be uh one of those bombs but like since the first two were very effective they were like we're gonna save this for something else and then they just start playing with it and then this happened uh <laughs> Cause, Cause, you know what? But yeah, like yeah, you have to. It, they were explaining like how you have to put this on the thing, and the girl it went over my head. But like yeah, like you have to do something else to do something else, and then hue, and then there's no stopping the hue. Like, you <laughs> <laughs> just a little mushroom cloud, man. I mean, yeah. That's insane. Yeah. And then I think that's why I, like, watch those videos. I'm like, one, why are there so many instances of this? Two, I can't stop watching. Like, <laughs> And also the fact that, you know, nations across the world are stocked up on nukes. And it's just like, excuse me? <laughs> and they also, too, are probably playing fast and loose like these people were. And I'm just like, unease. We can keep these nukes just in case. Stockpiles and stockpiles of nukes. Just in case. Because, like, I forget where it was. I read it was like. Because, like, I think at some point they were like, they are starting to, like, get rid of some nukes. Because, like, you know, they've been set so long. It's like yeah. they're trying to. Do something. Of yeah. Like, but also the disposal process. Like. <laughs> like yeah, they were like, the, I think it was united states have like enough nukes to like nuke the earth like 23 times mm-hmm. and that's another thing like because like you were you mentioned stockpiling and like you said like you only need a good two and we're all gone like like legitimately like if you have a good two at full power that's literally all you need so this is making them everybody's just making them we gotta have more than them Uh, <laughs> on that note, uh, let's get to this K4 corner. <laughs> All right. um, so I have... Let's start with the interesting happening of uh, this current event. Um, so um, the girl group, G-Bit, friend has disbanded. Okay. Um, somewhat of a shock. Um, so, I want to say it all started when, 
I think there was like some speculation of them, like the members, like you know, not signing the contract again. Okay. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, that happens. Yeah, I was gonna say it happens a lot. <laughs> and then like, not as long after that, the, that rumor came out. It was like, um, their company source music has um trademark G friend, and so everybody's just like, wait. <laughs> going on here (laughs) (laughs) then um it was official that um all the members decided not to renew their contracts and they are leaving tomorrow (laughs) 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 pretty much what what happened it was like they not renewed the contract and so they had like appearances and events coming up no more like (laughs) canceled Wow. I was just like, what happened? Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, like well, the most recent group, like, got seven that disbanded. Mm-hmm. Like, they did all of their appearances up until their final appearance, which was, like, the day before For, the contract yeah. ended. And also, like, it's, like, one of those things, because I remember, like, you were talking about, they had talked about it, they were like, this is happening, this is happening, you know, like, get ready, this is happening, but this is just, like, they go. I was like, what <laughs> happened? For them to just be like, no. Yeah, we, we appearances. All Fuck them. Family, nope, <laughs> not doing it. We out. Wow. So then, like, after that, you know, the friend, the um, members started posting their letters, the fans, and, you know. But yeah, they, they, they go. <laughs> Well, <laughs> and like um, their labels, Source Music, actually just got bought by um, Hype, which is formerly Big Hit. Um, so it was like, you know, management, and like they've had like two comebacks under since they like their labels been acquired, and like it was all so great, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, then the music is good, the visuals are good, the groups like evolved, and like they have this new sound and this new look, and like this lore going with it is like no <laughs> deuces. <laughs> wow. Bam. Well. And then I saw something today. I hadn't really looked into it, but like where it was like one of the members was like deleted certain posts and like unfollowed like the label on the Instagram. So I was like. Maybe there's some discord between them, the group and the label. So I was like, girl, we won't know. I was just going to say, I was like, possibly, we can speculate all we want, but, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Chief Rand. Wow. What a. Okay. <laughs> Iconic group. <laughs> Fingertip was a bop, and the fans slept on that, and I will never forget them for that. I mean, honestly. <laughs> like, how is this becoming a trend? Like, like. <laughs> So, <laughs> oh goodness. So on May 20th, a LED truck was sent by EXO's international friends, fans to uh, park in front of a company's building. <laughs> and it's made by an organization, organization called EXO Protection Squad. Not EXO Protection Squad. I'm reading it out the thing EXO Protection Squad. EPS. Yep. Uh, and so, they made this squad, the international fans, they made this squad, they sent the truck, they paid for it, because um, like, <laughs> they said, y'all gotta, he's like, looking at you, a company, you gotta protect 
excuse me, protect EXO from these crazy fans, Chin and Chaniel especially, because of what happened with them. Y'all not doing nothing to save these boys, and their names are being tarnished, and what have you done? And so that happened. Because, <laughs> like, I was reading, I was like, same as you, I was like, Exo Protection Squad. I was like, what is this? <laughs> because, like, you know, later on, I was I was going to talk about, like, the secret comic. I was like, is this the name of the secret <laughs> I legit thought that for a second, and then I read it. I was like, kind of wish it was that, though. Because this is wild. Like, <laughs> like. Out of all companies and out of all people who have been, all idols who have been done wrong, which is a very high number, um, EXO? And one, Chin and Chaniel in particular. Chaniel's drama, which was laughed off two days after it happened, Chin does not give a fuck and is living his best life. Truly. I was like, out of, out of all of the groups and out of all of the members, those two in particular... Like, y'all picked the people that cared the least about what was going on. <laughs> Listen, like, their name is being solid in these streets, okay? Okay, girl. We have to protect them. Oh, if that company won't do it, we, we will. will. Well, well. Putting a truck in front of that company building. Yeah. You know, blocking their way out. They can still get out. They just see it and they're like, hmm, look at that. Huh. But yeah, that was... Ooh, that was a good one. I, I I love like those random tidbits. Like I, also, I love people parking trucks in front of companies. For some reason, <laughs> that shit gets me because I'm just like, what is this? Okay, okay. <laughs> Put a truck out there, right? You know, an LED truck. They, they will see it. They yeah. will know we are here. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, I just. Thought that shit was wild and hilarious, and I love it. Like they said, the company wasn't doing nothing for them, and they've been harassed for the past year. I was like, wait, okay. <laughs> but also, like, what is the company gonna do? But also, I just like that—that's that, the thing. It's like you can't just be out here being like silence. But also, like. They have been saying stuff. It's like with the whole Chaniel thing, they were like something, 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 and these aren't true. It's like with the like, like you said, what else can they do? But also, they have made statements. Like they make statements all the time. Like they they make statements. They can make statements, and they can like you know send lawyers after the person that made said claim. But it's like yeah, after that, it's like that's it. You can't protect the person from online speculation. They're like a public. It's figure. an idol. That's yeah, it happened. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm just, but like I said, like because in my book, because like you said, like you can't really do much else. Them making a statement, them doing what's called, I mean, they're doing something, you know. Like in my book, that's doing something because, like you said, they're a public figure. Like we can't, we're not gonna put blinders on somebody, and then like even if you do that, you can you can blind them away from the criticism or whatever is going down, but you can't make that stop. Right. Like. <laughs> So is that what you want to do? It's just like we're gonna have this concert and the boys not gonna see any hate. It's like what? <laughs> so yeah, because like that's what the whole Sully thing was happening, where she's been harassed a lot. It's like there's only so much the company can do, right? Yeah, and it's just like you know you can be mad about it and like they're aware of the situation, but it's like 
they can't personally shut everybody up. Yeah. Like not even like not even a little bit. They can't even do it for one percent of the people. You know, like even if they find this one person, like I said, it's the catalyst of the thing, but like media travels so fast, if they find the person who originated that, which is one a task in itself, if they find that person, sue that person, it's still out there. But not even that, it's just like you find that one person, there's still like seven other people saying other crazy shit. That's what I'm saying. So it's still out like, there. Do, do, do. So it's like now you're suing thousands of people and it's like and you have to find those people because like you like that is not an easy task like <laughs> so yeah it's like okay like i get it like the upset but like still like i said it's just finding that shit like hilariously funny because like also it's like you're spending money on this truck but like my thing is like you're spending money on this truck rather than like you know there are there are different methods and also there there are always going to be haters like, it's a public platform. Like, it's a, there's always going to be somebody. Like, we've talked about it ourselves. Like, you know, when they talked about which one, it's like, oh, we don't want them to do it. It's like, you could just not listen to them. But there's always going to be somebody. Mm-hmm. So, it's just like, what can you do? Like, <laughs> nothing. Yeah, so. Since you brought up OXO, <laughs> um, they've put out the teaser little flyer to put up to show their teaser release schedule. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like a teaser for a teaser release schedule. Yes, <laughs> but like n- not the music video. Uh-uh. The, the just the teasers. Yes, for don't fight the feeling. Yes, teaser schedule. Episode one, Mercy Landing. <laughs> Which the first few teasers have been released. Dio was one of them. He mm-hmm. was like a real good. Yeah, I think he was. The, he was the first one because I, I saw it. I said. <laughs> My boy. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I saw I was like, okay, okay, yeah, if you're standing in front of your explosions and stuff, go ahead, go he on. He's a movie store. Rock. I mean, but he is though. But like, you know, like legitimately. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love that. They were like, we got this coming. You got to tell us this? Mm-mm. We teasing that for that. So, what I'm curious about, because you know, this was filmed right before Chanyeol do style. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then by the time this comes out, Baekhyun has do style. Yep. Um, I wonder if they filmed stuff with um, Suho and who went before him? Zoom? No. No, Zoom just came back. Who just went in? Chen? Chen didn't go in before which one though. No, Chen came out. Cause like, what? No, I think Chen just left. Wait, Suho. Wait a minute. We we get back to it. Like, like. But yeah, so since we have like members leaving, I wonder if they've this has been like in plan so far ahead that we have the members that had left already in it already. And so it's just like at different points you have just like different units of the people like who've gone before and like are gone now. So it's like, you know, we have this alternating cast in the video. Yeah. Which would which would also, you know, grant it so many teasers. Also, this would be like (laughs) this would be their longest going thing because like (laughs) Chin left in twenty twenty, like in the in October. 
And if Sue hold up for four, like they've been doing this for, they said we've been making this for a minute. Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean they could also like three people. Like, like I mean, honestly, like or it's like they filmed like little cameo segments for like their section of the song. Yeah, I I think like it'll probably be something like that. Like it's like. Obviously, they have, like, pre-roll of, like, Chanyeol and stuff like that. Or they have, like, things where it's, like, a different look, but it's just like, oh, okay. And then you have, like, the updated version. So, they gonna make it happen. So, but, yeah, like. <laughs> so, like, I'm curious of, like, how the how that's gonna shake out. Because, you know, Chanyeol's gonna be in the music video. Yeah. Bacon's gonna be in the music video. But, like, once the song's out, like, they're not gonna be there to promote it. So, it's like, this would be, like, a nice thing where they've, like, planned it and they're just, like. We go. We gonna rotate everybody in here. <laughs> we are one. <laughs> see, see, because like you always get excited when you hear that phrase. But I know the because like, like, remember you were like, "We are one." And you was like in there for twenty seconds. I was like, "Hey, we are one." But well, like, I, th- I think it's Slayer. But yeah, you know, we are one. But like, <laughs> like. like <laughs> but yeah like when I hear that I really do think it's just gonna be like this pre-recorded like hey listen to the song it'd be funny if they're just like it's not even a pre-recorded it's like a recording they have them recording from the, the uh Bushcom. they were like shaved head hey listen to the song <laughs> like like hey I, I, could, I could see it or it could be like this cause, cause like they're like on an airship hangar so it could be like the aftermath of um power and the, it's just like random clips of them all just falling off of the like <laughs> It's, it's like where'd it go? We don't know. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> or like when they, cause like you know now, uh, the companies like certain thing. Their thing is like when music videos come out, they have like reactions that come out right before it. Like the reaction is gonna be like one person. Like, <laughs> listen, we have an SM Cinematic Universe, honey. Like we, we're, we're filming things. Okay, we're we're, we're going. We're in, we're we're in the movies now. We're in the movies. Lisa Mensa, we do movies. Oh, okay. We do movies now. We're a cinematic universe. Okay. Well, we don't do movies, but music video movies. But it's, 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 it's a story that's being told. Yes. Because, like, um... A very, very long story. Because, <laughs> you know, Ace just came out with, you know, Next Level. We talked about that in the last episode. <laughs> um, but before the song came out, they put out, um... I think it was like SM... See you, and it was like an Aespa. It was like a 13 minute video, and it was just like kind of like delving into the world of Aespa. Hmm. Where I think it was winter, she was like in this like classroom, and they were talking about AI, uh, augmented reality, and all that. And like these, um, what are they called? Um, the other, you know, the virtual, yeah, well, the virtual versions of yeah. them, and they're like, well, what if they got hacked and da 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 da, and so just kind of like this like long form storytelling of like the world itself, yeah. So they could also do that because I think that was like titled episode one, so I don't know if that's gonna be like a continuation from like a spot or though like each episode be like a different SM <laughs> artist, yeah. <laughs> It's interesting because you know we already have the exoverse, you know, established. We do, <laughs> in all its glory. Oh, like 
<laughs> check out that bonus episode. Oh god. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm curious it's to coming. see how some some things shake out with this one. You know, they like to get experimental. Boy, do they. <laughs> well, um on it was a a show called Quiz You on the Block. And it was basically like well, CL was a guest on there. And it was like one of um professors at like Song Hong University and they were like talking about like just CL's like high school days and how like she dropped out of school and like they were talking about it from like different uh viewpoints and all that kind of stuff. It's like she was talking about like her parents and all that kind of stuff and they were just like basically going off of the logistics of like dropping out of school like at that time because you know in Korea like very school is like very important but and then like CL kind of cleared all of it up she was like I was a trainee and like I was in school I was in high school I was going to school at like five and I wasn't getting done with everything until like three in the morning and I wanted to focus on one thing and so that's what I did. And she was like, I dropped out of school and I focused on my music. Um, and also, like, she talked about, like, how her father, how, like, she basically set it up and she, like, talked to him about it. And she was like, it wasn't this big thing. Because, like, she was like, you're making it, like, this big thing. It's like, oh, you dropped out of school. And she was like, once I explained it to my father, she was like, I knew he wouldn't go say no because, like, we was making bank. And, you know, it's like, also, like, I was doing what I wanted to do and I was excelling at it, you know, like it was hot, you know, like back there. She was like, it wasn't really that big of a deal. He was like, do it makes you happy. And like, as long as you get your GED, which she did cool, you know, like, <laughs> and so like the, she kind of like shut everybody down because like everybody was like, Oh, you dropped out of school. Oh, you know, it's just like, chill out. Like, you know, like I was doing what I needed to do. Like I said, I was a trainee and I wasn't going to be like, you know, going crazy with the scheduling because like you know idle scheduling in itself is like um and so like that on top of schoolwork she was like it's just not happening and i think she was in the 10th grade or something like that so she was like i only had like two more years so i'm just like let's give me ged and just going about my way uh and honestly i was like but agree you know like because like at that point when you know you're that into the idle world even as a trainee you're just like you know, this is my thing, you know? This, like, it's not like she just dropped out to, like, you know, work a regular job. Yeah. This is a thing that happens. But, yeah. Some people don't have the choice, like, you yeah. know. They have to. They have to. Like, yeah. they have to, like, provide for family or something. Mm-hmm. It's like, a parent isn't working or, like. A parent passes away, you know, anything. Yeah. It's like, a parent's struggling to make ends meet and it's like. I need your help. Yeah. So, like. I don't know, it's like <laughs> this sensationalization of like, oh, you know, you dropped out of school. It's like as if like they're just like an uneducated person because they did it or like most people who drop out are uneducated. And it's like, no. And it's not even, it's like, it's not even, it's like, I feel like it's like above like uneducated. It's like this like failure type thing. It's like, oh, you didn't do this thing. And it's just like. It literally had, like, no other... It had no negative impact on her life. It actually helped her, you know? Because, like, essentially, it's, like, she dropped out of school. And, and like, I'll put this in, like, an educational line. Um, She dropped out of school to work in, like, a trade and pick up a different skill. Basically. you know, helped her in the long run. 
And it did, like, yeah. And so, like, like I said, because, like, when she, even when she talked to her father, uh, like, about it, like, he was like, she said, no, he wasn't going to say no, because, like, I'm helping out, you know, like, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, like, the thing, like, because I know it, it's, it's crazy over here, too, but, like, over there, it's just another level, it's like, you have to finish school, you have to do this, and it's just, like, yeah, that's important to some people, but it's not important to everybody, you know, like, and also, it's, it's not important to everybody. Also, it's in the grand scheme of things, high school in particular, not really that important, you know? Like, not saying, like, everybody should drop out, but it's just, like, it's, if you have something else to do, and like you said, or if you're needed, like, for whatever reason, or, like, give it your own, like, it's, do it. And like I said, she got a GED anyway. So it's just, like, she, she learned the skills. Like, chill out. Like, <laughs> So, I was gonna say something more like, I don't know, it's like, you know, it's like, you gotta get your education, like, I think that's what everybody harps on, it's like, you gotta get this education, so then you go to college, and you go to college, and you get in college, and you get the job, and then, like, life is great, life is easier, and it's like, no, just kind of like, <laughs> as a person that's graduated college, and it's just like, <sighs> It's not this thing that everybody has sold me all, all these years, you know? Yeah. Like, yes, I got a degree and I work in the field that I got my degree in, but ultimately, life ain't, you know, like, I'm not making a big book since I got a college degree. Yeah. And that's, and that's another thing, like, a lot of people, one, don't even work in the field that they get their degree in, mm-hmm. two... A lot of people, like, once they finish college and they get out of, out of like, the school environment, they were like, oh, you're making a big bucks? Like, no, because, like, one, they're trying to find a job in their field because, like, it depends on the field of study. Mm-hmm. And then, two, it's like, sometimes, like, that's not even guaranteed. Like, it's just, like, a thing. I've, I've actually talked to people like this. Like, the field of study doesn't exist anymore. Or it's like, like you said, like, life can still happen. It like, finishing college or, like, finishing high school or whatever – it's not going to make life stop. Uh-huh. And if you have other things going on that are like impeding with your ability to like either finish college or high school or whatever, they're not going to go away just because like, well, you know what? I'm not going to focus on that. I'm going to focus on my school and they're still going to be there. Cause that's kind of like my situation. It's like that did not help me. Like, uh, cause I, I actually tried that like for a year. It's like, I'm just going to focus on college. Or life is still going. And we'll and it's continue to go. Um, like you know, it's just like, and like you said, like even if you do finish it, it's like if you do finish it and you do find a uh, job, you feel it's just like it's okay, but it's still not. Ooh, you know, like it's not the, this big thing. Like it's it's not like you 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 you, you hadn't made it. You know, like <laughs> quote unquote. Because this thing will come like up later, but um, it's like. You, especially like now where it's like you know a lot of people are going to college or a lot of people with degrees now it's just like I feel beca- can become oversaturated and it's just like yeah you know you're putting you're putting applications out there but it's like so many people it's just like it is they they feel like yeah. like the job is filled unless you're gonna move 50 states away and then like a lot of people cannot do that you know mm-hmm. then you don't have a job in that field and then you have to go somewhere else like and you still have to end up 
doing something else and it's just like I did this for this you know like you know but and then you have the other side of that you know the application process where it's like well you have this group but also you need X amount of years of experience but you can't get a job because you don't have experience mm-hmm. and, and it, it keeps building like it, yeah it's the uh, irreachable letter which who oh, Jesus Christ that was me in 2019 oh, it's just like uh, it's like one of those things like you and then like they're also like requirements are almost becoming ridiculous or mm-hmm. laughable like and it's like college degree or not it's just like these things where like you're talking about the experience and you can't get the experience it's like how and it's getting worse it's actually getting mm-hmm. worse it's like how are what's really going on like and because like they have all these requirements and then like the pay is just like eh. yeah nothing oh uh, like and it's just like okay but what do you expect me? So you expect me to work here, blah, 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 X number of years, and, like, without, for, one, for this. And then, like, two, it's just, like, okay. And then, like I said, you, like, put in other aspects of life. It's, like, student loans. Uh, like, you know, it's just, like, things. People are, like, breaking the bank. Not to, not to equate this with what we talked about, like, with Drag Race, but, like, people are doing, getting these loans and stuff and not getting anything and are just becoming bankrupt or just becoming, like, you know, even more poor and just, like, like I, I got a degree. What do I do now? It's like I I, I got no money. Like you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just like oh, a whole bunch of shit. Like so, yeah. But yeah. But still, shout out to CL because she did it. <laughs> All right. So I have a follow up on the story I talked about last week. Um, because you know I was talking about the rigging of after school. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So you're gonna bring this up? Like, like, <laughs> like for now. Oh God. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I think it was like a set photo was released, and so it was Kai, Junga, Ju Young, Becca, and Reyna are the five members that will be returning for the MMTG um, interview. Okay. And I think we thinking we're thinking that they will be the five that will be performing. Okay, as after school. So no, 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 or Lizzie. Yeah, <laughs> bro, like. Because, like, when I tell you Lizzie was riding hard for Orange for, Caramel. Yes. And then was like, no, ma'am. Because when you said Lizzie, like, when I tell you I had, like, this wave of nostalgia, it was, I was just like, oh. Like, <laughs> oh. Like, <laughs> dang. You're right. It only for a second. Like, <laughs> it was only for a second. Now I'm back sad again. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, you know, just happy to see them back. Um, also, um, Kayan also is on the other member that's not in this month. There's one more Eon. Oh, that's school girls. Because, like, um, Kayan was actually, you know, a part of the, well, not a part of the scandal, the um, produce, produce scandal. Like, she was, like, one of the people that was supposed to be in the final lineup, but because it was rigged, they took yeah. her out. So I was like, oh. <laughs> Also, I, I I think we probably touched upon this, like, the whole, like, not a majority of these scandal things is always, like, not the company, but, like, someone bigger, and then the idols are just getting swept up in it, and it's, like, name-draping, but it's, like, come on now. Like, <laughs> didn't do nothing. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's good to see, you know, the second-gen girls, you know, still, coming together, giving the fans what they want. Because, like, we're, like... We want all the girls to win, okay? Literally. We want like, all the girls to win. But especially the second gen girl. Like, because when, when the list goes out of people that have been done dirty. Like, 
you, you go back and you listen to all these bops and you're like, they want nothing. 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 How? It's like they want nothing and then like they had like one or two members that just like found success outside of the group and that was it. It's just like what about the rest? Like, you know, like <laughs> Oh yeah. Let's see. Oh yeah, because like my next one was the uh the, the special album. But yeah, we talked about that. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> um my boys, only one of. Um so they have been working on a little project called Produced by Me. And so what happened was Jane Junk set them all down. <laughs> and kind of was like, okay, so we're going to do this project. It's because, like, you know, they're no longer promoting for the previous album. Yeah. And so I said, um, he wants to kind of do something for the fans and kind of keep everybody, you know, involved. Keep yeah. Them, keep the morale up, you know. Yeah, because, you know, we still here. We still here. Like, <laughs> And so they're having a little competition. It's called, like, Produced by Me. And so they broke them all into teams. He was like, oh, these names. I got your names. <laughs> he said they weren't real creative. <laughs> so, yeah, team only, team one, and team of. <laughs> was right. I, I wouldn't expect it to be that right, but right. Like... <laughs> and so um, each team is in charge of producing their own song. Okay. And so it's only, I think it's like only like the chorus and up to the chorus and first verse. Okay. And so like each team has to do that. And then they'll have like a chicken, which was like two weeks ago. And then they will um, post the songs on the YouTube channel. And then they'll have a fan vote for which one? Um, it was like, okay, it was like three different criteria. It was like a fan vote, a staff vote, and a Jane John vote. Okay, okay. You know, like too. Like, because they could be swayed about, the fans could be swayed about this, but it's like, I know, you know. It's a John vote. It's the heaviest swayed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so this is for me. Like, like <laughs> And so like the song that wins, they get like a thousand dollars and then they get to go on vacation anywhere they're choosing. Cool. No. <laughs> um they just posted their songs this week. Also they had like a the check in which they all just like brought the song and played it for J Dog. And like they're just it was like Cool. Like <laughs> Well yeah, he was very complimentary to all the songs because it okay. was like every group doesn't have a vocalist in it. Yeah. It's like one group was just like dancers, and he was like, <laughs> "We tried," uh, like, <laughs> but like he was like, "You can also um, reach out to producers that we've worked with, oh, and get help from them." And so, like a lot of them did. Okay, so it's a real, real cool, real cool little project. So they posted the songs; so, they were also good. So I don't know which one's gonna win. Only Jane. No. Like it's like it's, it's like I know we got these fan votes, but it's like my vote. Uh, like, <laughs> Oh, what a controversial figure. It wasn't even this fall. All right. I was like, <sighs> now for Luna Weekly. Woo. Um, Luna performed this week because um, um, they were uh, ambassadors for, I forget what it's called. Um, so, you know, they did a performance. They also played an unreleased version of the music video. Which we think was like a mistake, but we don't know for sure. <laughs> Not a mistake, because like, like it was like a version of the video, and it like didn't have like certain graphics, oh. graphic effects in it. So we're just like, so maybe this was like an earlier cut of the music video, and they just kind of sent it over. But also like, Pac Bear is before like done a thing where like they post. 
they used to do it with teasers actually where they would post different versions of a video on different platforms so like they would post like one version on um youtube and a different version on like VLive. live oh okay well it's all like maybe they're doing that yeah <laughs> but just didn't tell us the stuff they do stuff like that but yeah so and then this week we got four years with Miss Kimberly Lippington. Kimberly Jack. It was phenomenal. <laughs> Our fabulous blonde girl. Congratulations to Kimberly Lippington. Four years ago, she strutted into that empty building. And then it was history. <laughs> I said, Couldn't get ass. enough. Yeah, I was like, Couldn't get <laughs> enough. Like, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right, now it's time for the what would. Oh, <laughs> oh goodness. Where am I going to start with the what? Oh, I'm going to start with the Upshaws. Um, so the Upshaws is a Netflix series mm-hmm. um, produced by Wanda Sykes. And so, like, I saw a clip of it on Twitter a few weeks ago. And it was, like, Wanda Sykes and Kim Fields. And I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so then, like, I look at it, and it's, so, the show is um, The Upshaws, and so um, we have Kim Fields and Mike Epps are the parents. Wow. What a, what a, what a okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> already. <laughs> um, and so, you know, Kim Fields, she's, like, this, she works in, like, hospital administration. Okay. And, like, they have, like, these kids, and, like, like there's this tension between, like, her and her husband, because... Like, when they were, like, on this, like, little break, he went out and had a baby with somebody else. Okay. <laughs> and, like, their birthday is, like, truly, like, the same week. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, they have, like, their daughter and, like, his son with the other woman mm-hmm. are the same age. And, like, you know, they're, like, mm. You know, a little tension, a little testy, you know. Mm. <laughs> And Mike Epps works in a repair shop, car repair shop. He and I get at this shop. And then one of the sex plays Kim Fields' sister in the show. And she hates Mike Epps' character. <sighs> and it's just like them going at each other all the time. It's great. <laughs> Fantastic. Because, like, I was like, I need one of the sex on my TV. Like, you have, like, this queer comedian that's like a legend and this like you know give this woman her flowers mm-hmm. you know everybody's all about them smelling but it's like Wanda better um but yeah so a lot happens in this show <laughs> cause you know there's like the whole tension between you know him having like the baby mama yeah but also like um Kim Fields character is like there's like this position of like uh administrator, like higher level administrator that she wanted, and then essentially she was like, They hired this bitch from Old Navy. That that was like literally the latest like she was like, I worked at Old Navy. Okay. And so they were like she was like, I've worked here for twenty years and like I know this hospital in and out. I yeah. know all the procedures and all that. This is basically my hospital. You know, like... <laughs> but, like, this lady just, like, literally walked in from Old Navy. And she has this higher... Cool. Cool. 
And so they were like, well, a requirement of it is you have to have a master's degree. And so, like, towards the middle of the season, she's like, I'm going to go back to school so that I can, you know, try to do better, make more money for the family. Okay. Because, <laughs> like, they're this, like, lower middle class family. And, like, yeah. you know, it's middle class so it's like they're not struggling but also it's not great for them yeah they're not but also place. it's like i mean who doesn't want more money you know like right. <laughs> like because like at one point like they were just going through, she was like going through the house and like everything's just breaking down and it's like she's just like i just don't have the money to right do whatever so we just gotta work with it mm-hmm. and then um they also have a son who was like I had when they were in high school and so like he occasionally drops in mm-hmm. and like he's like a UPS man and so he hates Mike Epps because he's like you trash which he I, not wrong that's what I was saying I was like general consistency is about right but you know like, <laughs> like Mike Epps character is like the drunk uncle mm-hmm. usually just like in shit for no reason and just like fucking up everything and so, like, there's the tension there between the oldest son and Mike Epps, and then, like, find out the oldest son's gay, and that is wild. But, like, they, they do a good job of, like, you know, tackling that, too, yeah. I think. <laughs> also, I think. <laughs> it was great, because, like, he got caught doing some stuff. <laughs> and so then one disciple was like, girl, I've been holding this for you for 10 years. My lips are sealed. He was like, Tian, I, I told you two years ago. She said, I, 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 We knew. Like, like, I, she said, I knew. <laughs> I knew. But yeah, it, it's a good time. I like how it's like, you get. The characters feel familiar, I'll say it that way. It's not like, to me anyway, it didn't feel like real tropey. Okay. It felt like, I know these people. <laughs> I know these people. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to travel far. Like, they're they're out there. Like, you know. <laughs> I know these people. It doesn't feel homophobic. <laughs> Which is great. Like. <laughs> it doesn't feel homophobic or just, like, overly churchy for no reason. Girl. Like, like. <laughs> we'd be straddling that sometimes. Oh, shit. <laughs> or to, like, you know, we're too good for it. Yeah. Taylor. Check out the options. It's, it's a good time. So, um, something else that happened on the 20th. Um, the third installment, which uh, we'll see like how it ends. I was like, is this the final installment? The third installment of Adventure Time Distant Lands came out. And this one is about Finn and Jake. Because like the first one was about BMO. The last one was about, like, Marceline and Princess Bubblegum. This was about Finn and Jake. So it was, like, main character. So I'm like, girl, what's, well, you know, main, main character. What's going to happen? And, um, well, just going to get the spoiler out of the way. They did. I'm like. <laughs> Bye-bye. <yeah>, like, <laughs> it was like, you, we open up with, like, Finn fighting somebody. It's like, Finn, as we know him, fighting people and blah, blah, blah. He's, like, looking for Jake. And he finds Jake. But Jake ain't really doing nothing. He's just, like, sitting there. He's like, Jake, come on, help me, man. And he's like, nah, I'm good. 
Um, and so like, he's just sitting there and like Finn is fighting, you know, like by himself for his life. Um, and then he gets overwhelmed and then it turns out that he is actually very old and is fighting by himself. Jake has already passed at this point and he was just got like a brain parasite and the parasite was just like flashing memories. He's like, oh, that's what that was. Um, and so he's like doing that. And then he takes the parasite off. He's like talking to people. Then he realizes, he was like, wait a minute. Um, this also has already happened. Am I dead? And like Mr. Fox, who's like just there. He's like, yeah, and I'm your guide. Um, so, like, <laughs> so like, I love how it was a flashback in a flashback. It was like, yeah, you, um, so welcome, they call them the dead worlds. And so basically the dead worlds is basically like hell to heaven ish, but there are 50 layers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just like, you know, very specific things. And so like, he's like, you're in the dead world. And like, Mr. Fox is like, you are actually in the 37 dead world. So let's go and get this out of the way. And, but before that, Finn was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, let me go find Jake and then just live my afterlife. And like, Mr. Fox was like, no, Jake not here. Like, he <laughs> 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 was like, then where he at though? He's like, he's in the 50th dead world. It's like, well, what that mean? you go be over here. like, <laughs> And so, like, Finn is, like, distraught because he's like, listen, I'm okay with being dead, but don't tell me Jake not here because now we got a problem. And so, like, he basically goes through, like, this thing where he's like, got to find Jake. And so he's like, well, t- take take me to uh, somebody with more authority than you. And then, like, Mr. Fox is like, certainly, because I don't want to deal with you. Um, And so, like, he goes to, like, the Reapers, and they're kind of like, it's like a few reapers and then you have like the grim reaper like death death and so he goes to the reapers and then like tiffany is there tiffany is a very very strange adventure time character which i'm not even gonna go into um but like tiffany is there and he's like uh tiffany where's jake because tiffany and jake has like this long sorted past and Tiffany's like he in the 50 dead world if he was here i beat his ass but i'm like <laughs> so yeah he's like okay well take me to death then because ain't nobody don't nobody know where jake is and i want to find my friend and so he takes him to death, and he was like, death look different. He don't look like the... And so basically, life and death had a son, and that son fought death and became the new death. He killed his father. And so he's just like, I'm going to muck up the place because I don't want to be here. I'm like... <laughs> and so like I said earlier, they had the 50 dead worlds. He said, we're going to squish them together. Everybody, finna, it's going to be chaos and everything's going to be hell. And it feels like, oh, don't, um, but what about Jake? Um, <laughs> and so, like, they're, they're, um, he actually finds Jake because, like, he steals Tiffany's little dial. And the dial takes you to different dead worlds so you don't have to go upstairs and go downstairs. So he takes him, like, <laughs> he steals the dial. He's, like, going through different. Hey. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> he's like take the out he's going to different worlds asking for jake basically disrupting stuff and helping new death fuck shit up and then when he realizes it because he goes into this thing where everything's like messed up he was like i just want to find jake jake comes down from the 50th dead world which is basically like nirvana it's like once you get to 50 like you don't care about shit you just floating you just chilling we here and so like Finn and Jake, they, they finally reunite. But then, like, Finn's like, 
where's your fighting spirit, man? He said, I'm over it. Like, he said, I am. Can this believe me? Literally. And so he was just like, I'm just, I'm just out here, bro. He's like, but I heard you calling for me. So it's like, you finally did, you know, cool. You know, and he's like, yeah. He's like, we said we we're going to be together. He was like, I did say that, didn't I? Um, <laughs> he was like, I died so much earlier than you. Like, I had this time to just basically evolve into like this other being and like let it go yeah he was just like i'm 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 chilling and so they're there and like he's he's still chilling but new death comes up he's like i'm here to muck place up and he basically started beating the fuck out of finn and so like jake is going back up into the sky he's just like okay don't they're beating him up a lot Mm. Okay, I'm going to help. Like, you know, it's just like, God damn it. And so, but basically, Death was like, yeah, I did all that. So, like, the gate to the 50th Death World would be open because that was the only one I couldn't get to. And so, it's all y'all fault. Y'all fucked everything up. And so, they have to go to life and tell her that her son is just running amok. And she said, girl, what? <laughs> she said, I didn't know. And she was like, well, it'll be okay. He's like, no, 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 no. He's messed up the Death Worlds, which messes up the cycle of reincarnation because... Finn is a catalyst. So Finn, he's only going to be in the death world for a little bit. And he's going to get reincarnated. Um, and so, like, she was like, wait, so I can't make new people? I can't do life? And they were like, no. Nah. She's like, bet. Um, she's like, I'm going to get on that ass. She's like, I'm going to whoop somebody. And so they do that, and they find out that son death was actually being controlled by the lich. He, he wasn't doing that on his own accord. So it was just like it wasn't his fault. He was like, I'm, I'm a casualty. I, I'm literally a puppet. For the lich who won't die, this film was like, I am tired of you. <laughs> like, we've been fighting you forever. Back again, bitch. Lich, almost verbatim. I'm like, it's just like I, I'm so tired of you. And so he was just like, listen, he said, I said I was going to get rid of all life. And I'm going to do it. And then they chopped his hand off and he just flew into the abyss. He's still not dead. Um, but by this point, it was time for Finn to get reincarnated again. And so, like I said, because Finn's never supposed to be in the Deadlands too long, so he's like, says goodbye to Jake. It's like this tearful goodbye. And Finn's like, huh, wonder where I'm going to be now. You know, like, because, you know, so like Finn's going through the life aura, and then he sees this little orange spark, and it's like, it's Jake. And Jake was like, man, I had like a good time in Nirvana, but like, I'm kind of ready to beat people up again. So let's go. And so, like, the end card was like, Finn and Jake are back. And so I'm wondering, is this the end of the Distance Land saga? But also, what does this mean? Because, you know, they're back. And I'm like, is this mean it's going to be a new Adventure Time series? Or, because that was pretty ambiguous and I'm, I'm a little hopeful, you know, we'll see. But yeah, I, I don't know what that means, but I'm, I'm excited. But yeah, it was really cool. And it was very, it was, while Adventure Time can be mature, like this was way more mature <laughs> And the bitch is like, we straight up deaf. Like, we dealing with deaf and we don't care. And I was like, huh. So, yeah. We've just explained that Twin and Jake can live forever. Right. But, like, in the way that also has to get you dealing with grief. But, because like, <laughs> we put you through the full gambit. But, yeah. So, I don't know what that means. Because, like I said, the ending was very ambiguous. And I'm just like, so, yeah. I don't know if this is land, if this is the end of Distant Lands. I'll go check that out. Because this just came out. Or if it's like the end of Distant Lands, like gearing up for another series. Or is it just over, over, and we just finally figure out how they die? Because, like, at the end of Adventure Time, they're still alive. Like, we never see all of this. So, could just be the end. 
But yeah, pretty cool nonetheless. So. Well, since we're talking about, you know, hell and, you know, stuff like that. Um, Lil Nas X <laughs> performed on SNL. I'm coming by your name, mm-hmm. you know. His infamous, you know, stripper pole to hell, oh, twerking on the devil. Of course. And so, um, do I some of his performance? He rips his pants. Because, like, like, you know, this, he was, like, doing the choreography, you know. Yeah. It was cute. It was cute. And so, like, he had on, like, these pants. And, like, the pants were, like, I can show you the pants. <laughs> but, like, the pants had, like, a zipper down the middle. Oh, okay. And so he was, like, busting it open on the pole. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, as you do. Uh, like <laughs> and um, the pants said, poop. <laughs> Not poop. Like, and they were, like, we understand what you're doing, but it's a lot. Like... <laughs> And so uh, his pants would be like, oh. And like, he, he just kind of like stands in front of the pole. Oh, no. And like the song just keeps going. Oh, no. Let's see. <laughs> my, 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 my pole. <laughs> they pick him up. He's going around. You know. You know, I saw um, one of his dancers licked him. I saw that part. I saw because. <laughs> All right. So he he go on. He busts it. Yeah. Then... <laughs> I, I, I... <laughs> the best face. That was the best face. And so he just kind of stands there, head over his crotch. <laughs> Singing the song. Oh wow, that that was great. <laughs> that was all ultimately the best face. He said, "Oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> well, because <laughs> it's like it's live. What can I do? Right? I mean, like, good comeback, but still, like that face was gold. <laughs> like it's like whoops." Well, that's there. Let's continue. But still, wow. And so, you know, Lil Nas X being Lil Nas X, he talks about it on Twitter. Of course. He was like, I can't believe I ripped my pants. I said, I'm laughing. <laughs> on live TV. Yes, Lord. Look at it. was like, this whole XNL experience has been just like a ride for him. Because mm-hmm. he was, he talked about like, he was like, you know, he had anxiety about it. Like, you know. When they first told him about it. Yeah. And so he was like, okay, you like practice for months. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, like, I think it was, like, last week, his original dancers all had to drop because of COVID. <laughs> and so he was like, the dancers he had had, like, a week to prepare for the performance. Yikes. Because every course of 24 hours. One of them. It's still not that much time. Not a lot like, of time. like cause going from months to preparation to a week or a day. Like that's not not comparable. Like, <laughs> but you know he did good. He did good. He yeah. Like I said, he he came back very well. It was just that one golden face. The moment that was. <laughs> and yeah, he performed this song and he performed this new song. I forgot the name of the new song, but it was. Like he just just released this new song, so okay. <laughs> yeah, he also said he wants to perform "Coming by Your Name" with the BT Awards. I said, "Ooh, girl, do it!" Like, 
They don't even recognize cast the post. Um, well, um, <laughs> yeah, what nonsense. Okay. Amazing. Love them. Let's take out a little nonsense. Again, yes. I like <laughs> So, um, let's go from something great to something oof. Like so, earlier this year, um, police found a mummified body in a sleeping bag dressed in um, Christmas lights with glitter eyeshadow on in Colorado. And everybody's like, what? And so, like, uh, Caitlin Doherty from uh, Axe and Mortician, who's, like, great, she covered this story because, like, actually one of her relatives told her about it. And she was like, ooh, a death story. Let's go. The story gets crazy. Um, so it starts, actually, in Colorado uh, with this lady named Amy Carlson, who started a cult called the uh, Love Has Won. And it's not like normally what it, that title would be about. But, um, and so she starts her cult, does her cult things, is selling like herbs and uh, colloidal silver, which you're not supposed to ingest, but she was telling people to ingest it to get rid of the coronavirus because this is recent. Um, <laughs> and so that was the thing. And then they, her and about like 20 of her cult members moved to Hawaii and basically carried up the place because they're like at first everything was fine because they were it was like they made themselves seem like this extended family and they were like amy has cancer and we just want her to see out hawaii through her last dying days people were like okay something fishy but okay and then it's about a week after they got there they started doing live streams they started doing all this kind of stuff and then she basically said that she was the goddess Pele. And the Hawaiian people were like, oh, you got to go, ma'am. You got to go because you, what you're not going to do is come up here being a 40-year-old white lady saying that you are, our, no, no, ma'am. And, like, uh, Kayla was showing, like, clips from the live streams. And, like, her followers like, you can't tell us who Pele is. You don't know. And it's just like, but you white man do. But anyway, um, like, <laughs> and so... While this is happening, like I said, the coronavirus is a muck, because this is literally last year. The coronavirus is a muck. She's mucking up the place, and they are like, no, you have to leave. Until, and so, like, they, she's also said that she had cancer, and she was like, that part was true. She had some type of illness, and she was, like, on her deathbed. But because she was supposed to be this goddess, Leah, she was not going to die. She was going to ascend. And she wanted to ascend in Hawaii. Sure. Yeah. And so, right. <laughs> Work. <laughs> so she, she's going to do that. Turns out that didn't happen, which is why the body from earlier that I was talking about was hers. And they found it in Colorado. And the only reason they found it, because like one of now previous cult member, because he said, I have seen the light. Y'all are idiots. Um, they did all this in his house and he had a two-year-old son and they basically locked him out of his house, but they kept the two-year-old son. He said, I need my son. Um, so, and then like he, so he called police to get his son. And so like when he did, that's when they found the people, they found the body. They also found a nine-year-old girl and they were like, where are your parents? And she was like, I don't know. And so, <laughs> and so like, yeah, it was wild. Uh, 
Leah used to drink like eight shots a day and be verbally abusive to people over the internet, but somehow she kept getting followers. Um, but like, <laughs> you know, that's how you do. Um, but yeah, it, that was a wild story. And like, Caitlin was like, one of my relatives told me about it cause they live in Hawaii. So like, literally it was like, I think it was Kauai, which is like one of the smallest islands. So like, if anything happens, it's front page news. And so she was like, look at this shit. Like, like, <laughs> shit it's like Caitlin was like wow but the thing that tied it back to her channel was because like how they found the corpse they were like is this corpse abuse because you know they didn't know all of that you know beforehand the police literally just went into a house they found two minors five adults and a body and they're like what the fuck you know so like what's going on but like once they figured it out it's like it wasn't because I'm not saying that like this is what she wanted them to do with her, but it ain't not what she wanted. You know, like, so they were like, well, it's, it's kind of a gray area. And also all of her followers are like, they're not, they don't even know when she died because like they won't tell, they won't tell the police. So that's just this little thing that's going around. Caitlin was like, I couldn't keep this to myself. Uh, like, <laughs> she was like, it, it was a lot. And, uh, but thankfully that man got his son back and that girl went into the child protective services. So we're, we're, we're good on that part. We're, we're good. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> um, a little woo on the, um, opposite side of the spectrum. <laughs> It's, it's, it's wild. Not that wild. <laughs> also not real. Um, so I was... I've picked up um, Painter of the Night again. Season 2. Ooh, baby. Um, there are two words that were kind of recurring in this season, which mm. was buffoonery and debauchery. Wow. <laughs> and baby, buffoonery and debauchery is what it delivered. But so we weren't lying. Like, <laughs> so if we're not familiar with Painter of the Night, um, we have like this noble Sinkhan Yoon, Sinkho Yoon. Um, you know he is uh, debaucherous. Um, you know he 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 likes the boys. Okay, okay. And so like he have all the all the the, the nasty towns with the boys. Ooh. Um, and so we have and then we have Nakyam who is like. You know, born. He's like a painter, and like he painted like some. He paints the sexy stuff. Mm. And so when Sung Ho found that out, he was like, "You with me? You gonna paint me and my boys?" Okay, okay. You know, we're on the right track. And you know, things evolved, and the boys left, and is like, "Not give you my mind." Um, paint us, <laughs> <laughs> paint us. Here's a mirror. Wait. <laughs> So, where we pick up at, um, Sung Ho has, you know, kicked out all the boys. And, like, the other noble boy that was in love with him was like, this shall not stand. <laughs> he will, and, you know, the buffoonery starts. Right. <laughs> to get the debauchery back, we must start the buffoonery. Like, like. <laughs> well, because, like, the debauchery chilled. Because, like, Sung Ho... Like, he was known to be just, like, this cold, ruthless, sex-grave maniac. <laughs> like, the first issue, like, he, like, slices dude head off for no reason. Um, he thought it was funny. Um, and now, like, you know, there was... Again, how things evolve. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> when you have to, like, you, you know it's going to be good. Like, <laughs> like, things evolve. Because, you know, Nakyam was just like, oh, okay, I'll do the painting. Because, you know, um, Sunko just kind of took him. Well, yeah. And I was mean, like, you cannot leave. Um, and so then Nakyam was just like, okay, I am yours. Do whatever you like. <laughs> and Sunko was like, ooh, that's nice, but who told you to do that? Wait. <laughs> he was like, you've never been submissive before. What is this? It's nice, but what is this? <laughs> I am entertained but confused. Like <laughs> And so, you know, he traces it back to the noble boy that used to like him. He was like, stay away from him. And like the guy's just like, but I love you and we were supposed to be together. And it, it, it didn't go out. He embarrassed that man in public. I said, ooh. <laughs> he was on his knees begging. So I'm going to kick that man. <laughs> he said, stay away from him. Yikes, yikes, yikes. And so then, like, the old level dude, there was, like, this one night, you know, Sunko was just like, I'm going to bring my boys over. We're going to bring past the boys. It, it, we, we'll, you know, and so like one of them I think it was like um, Masoli I think that was his name he was like hey where's that painted boy he, you know let's have some fun up in here right. he's like you ain't got no feels for him do you and you know, some guy was like god damn okay. <laughs> alright that's funny you should mention that Nakam, uh-huh. bring your ass in here <laughs> and Nakam was just like I'll do whatever you want so like I said, everybody leave. Right now. Right now. <laughs> I meant to do he was leaving so you do have Phyllis. <laughs> well, let me tell you about Master Lee. Master Lee is a messy bitch. Master Lee was a messy bitch. Necessary. Because, oh, like, like, you know, we, we, I'm, I'm skipping around a little bit. Yeah. So, like, the noble boy that was, like, in love with Sunko was, like, he hired this, like, assassin to kill him. But because um, that kid was always with Sunko... He couldn't just like kill him. Yeah. So he was like, "Okay, you got to get him Along. away." Yeah. And then I could do the thing. And so like he does it, and kidnaps him, kidnaps knock him, and then Masley find out. <laughs> Masley's like, "Ooh, you an old no name, huh?" I told him. And so he's like, Look, "Before you kill him, I want to try just to see what." Oh, Sunko was all... Yeah, what, what's what's it about? And so... <laughs> the other noble dude ended up not killing them and just, like, ended up sending them back and made up the story about him running, trying to run away. Um, and... Which leads to, like, Sunko locking him in, like, a stable. And then, a stable? <laughs> it was, like, a barn or something. <laughs> That was hay. <laughs> that it's was, worse. Like, that, like, that was hay and that was a fire because it was the one. And at this point, Sunko just went on hinge because he was like, I was falling in love with this dude. He tried to run away from me. This little boy bastard. Right. It's like, I do all this good thing for you and you. this how you repay me? Upset. And so, <laughs> when I tell you this man went off the deep end, so, you know, Sunko, you know, wakes up. It's like, oh, I see you. 
I didn't. I, I, I'm sorry. I tried to run away, but I didn't try to run away for real. Right. Um, I was kidding. They told me not to tell you. I tried. I, I was kidding. Um, <laughs> and so, so I go, you know, shenanigans, shenanigans while standing, walks into the courtyard, shenanigans in them. Oh. And like one of the help scenes is like. You just go sit there. Right. I mean, you, you, you got to be a bit more quiet than that if you want to watch. I mean, we, we're still doing it in front of you in the courtyard where anybody can just see it. It's like, I was just like, oh, no. And like, I'm trying to do my chores. Like, <laughs> like, that was like the one point I was like, this man has lost his ever fucking mind. Like, just smashing this dude in front out of in the mm-hmm. open. In a, it was no dams. Cause like usually you know he can find it to his room. Yeah, or like like you said they were in in the stable or whatever. Like they just keep it over there. No, man. He said out front and center. Let's go. <laughs> Don't care who watches. But then you know, a little after that, in comes Master Lee, who's like, of course. Oh, so they didn't kill him. The, no ma'am. They said he came back with all his fingers in his toes. I thought they said they was gonna take a finger on the toe. He said, "Who?" And he pointed him in that direction. Massively is a messy bitch. I mean, and Massively still up in here. He's like, "Okay, I still want that's that." So we we gonna we gonna figure something out. Y'all gonna take him again? Oh, he didn't get it. I love how he's just plotting and planning because he was like, I just, I just want a piece. That's all I want. Like, <laughs> he's like, I, I can't do it around Sungo because Sungo literally is will weird. kill me. Yeah, like, <laughs> Sungo is weird. Yeah. This boy, I want to know why. Y'all gonna take him again. We're gonna figure this out. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> you need me to kill because he just wants a piece. Like, <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> wow. But yeah, we ended on a peaceful note. Um, so Nakim had like a little PTSD moment because he ran into the dude that kidnapped him out in the little village. And Sunko was just like, come here, my child. <laughs> and like, they're just like in the public square and he's like cradling him because <laughs> like your boy's just like shaking. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> your boy thought it was dead. Yeah, like it's, it's I mean, it's valid. Uh, but... <laughs> Season three, I'll start to obviously, I'm like, bitch. <laughs> like, I forgot how good this shit was. Like, oh my goodness. The buffoonery and debauchery. Baby, they deliver. <sighs> well, um, <laughs> last on my list, um, it's a little bit of buffoonery. Not nearly. It's juicy. Um, but <laughs> not nearly. So um, I was watching um, Izzy again, the girl that does like the, the, the Tumblr stories. And this one was about Markiplier and the L.A. gangs. <laughs> and so basically a post was circulating around the Tumblers. I think it was like 2015. This was like a while ago. And it was like, Markiplier, please be safe. Uh, there's some gangs out. They're killing people, and they're they're coming out the famous people. Please be safe. And so, like, it was just one post, and then like everybody was like, you know, write it off. This is stupid. But it gained some traction to almost to the point 
where like people were like sending it to Mark himself. And so, <laughs> but the funny thing about it, they were sending it to him, but he didn't see it until two years later. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, so like they were doing all that stuff and then he saw it those two years later. So in 2017, he saw it and he was just like, I'm okay, you know, like, question mark, but yeah, so basically, the gist of the message was somebody, and it was these rival gangs, somebody got killed out of one of the gangs, and so they were doing this thing called 100 Days and 100 Nights, where there's, like, the the gang that, that the person got killed in was gonna kill 100 people, and, or try to kill 100 people in 100 days, and they were, like, they're going after high-profile people, and it was just, like, um, Y'all, that's not how, like, it's like, that's not, first of all, that's not how the gangs work, too. Um, no. Um, like, also, but Mark, you, how you know how gangs work? <laughs> but also, it coincided, it coincided funnily and a little bit, like, um, just, like, kind of, like, uncouthly, like, Markiplier was doing a skit called Who Killed Markiplier? <laughs> And so this came out like in between the time, like this was before he saw the LA gang shit at all. So like it came out and they were like, Markiplier, please be safe. And then, safe. And then like on the channel, who killed Markiplier? They were like, oh, damn it. Oh, damn it. They got him, Lord. And so people were out here doing memorials and shit. They were like, Mark Edward Fishbach is gone. Also, that is his actual name. But I'm like, <laughs> and so like people were losing their shit and they were like, and Izzy was like, so, we all know this was fake, but how did this start? And so, it turns out that 100 Days and 100 Night was actually trending on Twitter, but it wasn't a gang-related thing. It was like, that was happening, and then also somebody from a rival gang did get killed, and the people just smushed them together, and then for some reason... Some poor soul that probably, I don't, I don't think this person was from the United States. They were like, is the gangs in LA? Mark live in LA. He in danger. Like, yeah. Cause you know, LA is a small town and like he in danger. Like if Mark lived there and they right outside the street, you go shoot him. Like, I don't want Mark Apply to die. Don't kill my Mark. <laughs> right. And so basically that's how that started. Like this poor other poor person was like, don't kill Mark Apply. And then like it turned into meme central. I, I, like you know, like it started, it started turning to me like as soon as it was made. But like after everybody knew, knew it was fake. When I tell you the memes, like like they were like, you, you gotta, and that's how he actually found it through the memes. He was like, why? What? I'm not dead. Like he was like, I'm not, I'm not dead for real. That was a skit, you know. And so that happened, and he made like a little like I think it was like a Twitter video or something like this was years ago. It was like I, I'm safe, you guys. But then it was funny because like about a week after that, he went back into the hospital because of his ulcer. Um, but, so it's just like it, it it keeps playing into itself, and like Mark himself is a meme, like honestly because of how often he gets hurt. But yeah, and so it's just like if you don't know, you don't know. You're like, can they do it? That that was the best one. They were like, Mark is gone, and I tried to make sure he was safe. But yeah, it was one of those wild Tumblr stories that were silly at this time, but even sillier to dwell back on. <laughs> okay. Oh. That easy? Oh. Well, that's it. Alright, guys. Uh, sorry, that was what we ended on. But I like... <laughs> What a what a weird way to end things, but um. Before the debauchery, you know. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> a lot of that. 
<laughs> like if you just think about what we talked about in the what's what wow but anyway so yeah that's it we will uh be back with you guys next week and hope you have a nice week to Lou. Bye-bye.